Hi, this is Jessica Zor, and I play Lieutenant Tala Kiali on the Orville. And you are listening to Planetary Union Network. This is Joe Quickle, and Michael is running a little bit behind, um, but that's okay. <laughs> and, uh, this is Planetary Union Network, the official Orville Fan Podcast, and joining us tonight is Assistant Editor Hillary Wills. Welcome to the show, Hillary. Yay! <laughs> Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> All right. Uh, glad to have you back. Um, solo this time. Last time, it was the the whole editing crew, I think, was. <laughs> yeah, was we had, I think we had everybody. That was... That was like my second week on the show, and I was like, I don't even know what to talk about yet, but now, now on the other side of it, I've got a lot more, I guess. So um, this this week's episode, you got your, it was your first full editor credit on the Orville. It was. Was that your? Which, um, it, it was, uh, it was supposed to be, originally it was supposed to be a, a co-editing credit. Um, and then one day Tom kind of said to me, he's like, you know, I think you could probably just cut the whole thing. Do you want to do that? And I was like, uh, <laughs> yes, please. I would love to. Um, and he, he really like went to bat for me to, to be able to do this and told everyone she can do it. It'll be fine. It'll be great. Uh, and it was. So I'm, I'm so grateful for the opportunity. Awesome. It was, was that your first full editor credit overall or? Um, it was on something of this magnitude. Okay. Um, I, you know, I've edited a lot of, uh, true crime documentary, short film, indie film, that, that kind of stuff. But, um, and I, I have a few other TV credits on smaller stuff, but nothing, nothing like this and nothing that I am so invested in. Well, it was great and, you know, good job. Thank you. I'm so glad you liked it. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, this episode, I, I'm. I'm definitely ready for next week. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think everybody is. Twitter's <laughs> at the end of it's like what? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fact that there was no uh, to be continued at the end, people were just losing their minds. It's like, <laughs> you know, what's what's gonna? What does that mean that that wasn't there? Yep. Yeah, that's. that's <laughs> I, I like the way they did that, and you know. <laughs> Uh, so you and, you and Tom were at the AVID conference in Vegas. How was that? Oh, we were. Yeah, that was great. Um, you know, AVID did a video for us, gosh, probably like eight months ago, um, that they, they posted on their website and they posted on Twitter and they asked us, you know, would you guys be willing to fly out to NAB and like do a couple little presentations at our booth? And, um, I've never been to NAB. I've always wanted to. So the fact that they wanted us to come, it was, it was a good way to, a good opportunity to go. And the other speakers there at the Avid booth were, you know, the editor who did Bohemian Rhapsody and the editor who did Captain Marvel. Oh, cool. And then us representing television. <laughs> so just being the third name on, on that lineup was already just very, uh, very flattering. Yeah, that's huge. I and being in that in that company as well, Bohemian Rhapsody and Captain Marvel, that's that says a lot just for the for you guys and the show. 
Yes, ab- absolutely. And that we were the, the only TV show, uh, I think that was, that was represented. I wasn't there the whole week, so I didn't look at their full lineup, but I came a day early and I went to all of the other editing panels that they did the day before ours so that I could see everything. And it was, it was amazing. Nice. It's been, uh, it's, it's been a bit since we talked and I, and so, um, the, uh, I'm going to kind of flash back a, a little bit and, um, to a few things that you did that kind of tease things that nobody had any idea about that was coming whenever you, uh, you, <laughs> you, you cosplayed at, at, uh, San Diego Comic-Con as Tala. I did. <laughs> I was the first person to cosplay as Tala. And, um, I, I was a little worried about spoilers also because I knew I was probably going to see Seth at Comic-Con and I was like, I don't want to be a walking spoiler and, you know, get in trouble. But the, that was the day that the, the trailer came out and you saw her in the trailer. You saw the side ponytail. So I was like, okay, everyone's going to see her today anyway. So I can also cosplay her and, and not, uh, <laughs> not be spoiling anything. Yeah. It, it, it I don't know. It, it was, it was enough, um, different. I think that could have gotten away with it anyway. That. Even without showing Probably. it in the you trailer, know, but you, but you never, you never want Fox to be mad at you. So no, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, as Tom likes to put it, you don't want to become Fox Presents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, we've got one more episode this season, and uh, and it's it's a doozy. That's that's what I'll say about it. I I can imagine. I um. <laughs> And knowing several things about some of the previous episodes and nothing really about these last two, I've got, I'm totally, <laughs> to- totally invested. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on, but, uh, so uh well, I, I have to say like, after I read, um, the script for, for last night's episode, I, you know, I felt the same way waiting for the next one to come out, just being like, well, how is this going to be resolved? What's going to happen? You know? So I, I understand how everyone's feeling. Yeah, and it was um, it, it was cool. There there were some throwbacks uh, in this week's episode that uh, I don't know how many people actually caught. I had, I didn't see a lot of um, references to it on uh, any Twitter posts or on Reddit. I didn't really go too deep into it, but uh, some there were there there was at least one callback back to the pilot episode. That, um, you'll have to refresh my memory, which, uh, that was which the, moment that, that, that's, that's, um, the Aronoff device. Oh, just that the, the Aronoff device. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I feel like it was mentioned in another, maybe I'm making that up. All of episodes, honestly, are a jumble in my brain at this point, but I do, I felt like they mentioned his research at another point, but maybe that's not true. Um, I, they might have, but it does. Yeah, I'm. You know, some. I'm sure someone on Twitter will will at me and tell me exactly what episode it was that I'm remembering uh, incorrectly. But um, it does surprise me that the Aronoff device hasn't played a role before this, especially with the Kalon War. Um, but I, I just kind of assume they've been experimenting with it and trying to learn, and and you know, Isaac's been working on it. So I was glad to see it reappear. Again, and not just be something from last season that kind of disappeared. Right, and they would have had to have recreated it because they kind of sent that as a care package to the Krill <laughs> ship in the. Uh, yeah, well, maybe, uh, maybe Doctor Aronoff had a few backups on the planet we didn't know about, or 
something? Maybe, Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> okay, so we started off uh, with the episode where um, we've got Ed, Kelly, Gordon, and Taller uh, kind of having a having some drinks, right? They're in the mess hall. And uh, and also talking about drinking, about how Kelly used to make Ed drink a lot, like <laughs> or encouraged him to drink more than he might have otherwise. And as part of that, um, I think this is the second reference to uh, current timeline pop culture instead of twentieth, twenty first century pop culture. It was Philippa Jones. Who I guess is an author in their timeline, and Ed had the a novelist, yeah, yeah, and uh, I think the line was uh, um, Malloy said Ed got drunk and said good night fallopia. <laughs> yep, <laughs> <laughs> uh, such a good such a good joke. <laughs> this show's full of good jokes. That one was so perfect because just the way that uh, that that Gordon did like an impression of him, it's like of, of course Ed said that. I I can see him <laughs> drunkenly saying that to someone and then being embarrassed. It was just so perfect. And they, uh, and then they ended that scene with Ed and Kelly kind of reminiscing about just after their first date. Yeah, the, the good old days. And then we're going into we go into the scene uh, where the Aronoff device is uh, is unveiled that Isaac's been working on. Um, I guess improvements to it, and it would basically allow them to uh, travel through time as easily as space. Sounds uh, like a dangerous proposition, I'd say. <sighs> a very dangerous proposition. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, I, I'm I'm some skipping to the end of the episode here. It just kind of makes me wonder uh, because I mean Isaac was close as well. And sorry, Isaac was what? Isaac Isaac was close to the device as well. Yes. So I don't know. I don't yeah, he was. Uh... Closer. Well, no, I guess they were both standing like right equidistant from it, but maybe, uh, maybe it only affects biological life forms. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I think I, I saw somebody had a theory that it may have teleported a uh, another version of I- Isaac back to Kalon or something. But or maybe you know, seven years ago, what we don't know how old Isaac is. I don't think so. Maybe. They said, you know, he was created after um, after their, their builders were gone. So, you know, maybe Isaac's like actually a four year old, and we, we don't know that. Maybe. <laughs> maybe maybe a, maybe a random microchip just showed up on Kalon or something. Yeah, yeah, I, I could buy that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had a shortened title sequence this time, which tipped a lot of people yes. off that this might be a huge episode. <laughs> yeah, that that went back and forth a bunch of times um, trying to decide, are we going to take something else that we love out of this episode? Are we going to shorten the titles? And we did a lot of testing, putting the titles over the next scene and deciding if it looked okay. And um, I think they had to get like special approval to have some of those credits in a different place. 
But uh, in the end, there was really just nothing else from that episode that anyone was willing to part with. And as much as I love our main title sequence, I, I think it was the right choice to uh, shorten it a little bit. Yeah, I noticed um, I, I, I kind of start – this is the only show where I look at the credits. <laughs> I'm, not sure, I'm not sure why I really – I really paid attention to them before, but I guess I'm like, Hey, I know that person. I know that person. Um, but, uh, um, and I noticed how they were spread out a little bit different than, um, you know, after the main titles and they're doing the, uh, um, director credit and things like that. Um, all kind of spread out across scenes or they stop, it would stop for a few minutes and then they would start again and finish. Yeah, there's there's some rules about how exactly how long they have to be. So sometimes we just have to space them out so we're not crossing a cut with uh, someone's name. But you know the scene the scene after is you know dialogue and it, it it made sense to kind of put those names there and not take away from an action scene or something. You know if, if yeah. it was something crazy after the credits. So it, we all thought it worked pretty well. Yeah, it did work, and I, I, I noticed it because I, I pay attention to the credits now. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting seeing a, a little bit of a change, and I had no idea that there were, um, I guess, rules. And so we go into, uh, we got the two the two different Kellys, and um, yes, the two Kellys. Yeah, and I saw that. Um, Looked like where uh, Michelle Boyd had posted that she was uh, Adrian's um, double in the scenes where she was with herself. Yes, yeah. Um, she she did a, a really great job being our other Kelly, and um, you know most of the time we were just putting two shots of Adrian together. Um, but there were a few times where I'm pretty sure the back of Michelle's head is is stayed in, in certain shots where her hair looked just like Adrian's and, and so she's she's in there definitely a few places. <laughs> how do those um how 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 do you edit those scenes together? Like I just pure curiosity on how um how that works, how the uh um the you know having somebody basically playing themselves twice and and cutting that into the uh same scene. Well, it's easier than it would be with a lot of other actors because Adrian is amazing. So it really felt like having coverage from two different actresses um, with how, how great her performance is. But um, they'll shoot, you know, coverage of present Kelly, you know, with, with Michelle sitting in, in next to her, wherever she is in the, in the scene. And they'll go through all, all the coverage with Adrian in one outfit. And then they'll shoot all of it again with them switched. So as an editor, that is twice as much footage for almost every scene to, to go through. Um, but it really, it felt, it felt like she was two people because she just did such a good job. So putting most of those, if the camera didn't have movement, then temping those together is, is relatively easy. It's just a split screen. Um, and if the camera's moving, you have to do a little fancy like tracking. Um, and some of our big shots, like the, uh, the sick bay where they, they 
walk toward each other and, and go around each other. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a whole, that was a, that was a big thing. They used uh, a motion control camera. Um, and I believe how I only know how it worked really from just like looking at the, at the footage. Um, but they, it's on a timer. So there's a light when the, the motion starts. So when I get the footage, I can line up the light. So I know exactly where it goes together and then it, it does a motion, and then the next time it, it's recorded that motion, so it does it identically um, at the same speed in the same time so that it lines up perfectly. And they will record the audio from the first time it goes and then play it back for the second time so that Adrian can talk to herself and get the, the timing correct for everything. And that was, uh, that was really amazing. Um, originally, they decided they were going to do two or three shots like that. But in the end, as you probably noticed, there were a lot more than that. I think <laughs> after they started playing with it, they were like, oh, this is cool. Let's let's use, let's do it on the bridge. Let's do it here. Let's do it all these other places. Um, so that I think that was a lot of work on set for them, but it worked so well and it, it made it so much more natural to have these, you know, beautiful camera moves that we're, that we're used to seeing, but with, with both of them in the, in the frame. So, so perfectly. So, um, the biggest, the biggest challenge is just that it's a lot more footage to go through, but actually putting them together wasn't too difficult. Cool. Yeah. It, it was, I, it, it totally blows me away that <laughs> the, the stuff that you guys do there and that you did in this episode, just way, way above my, um, my, my abilities. So. <laughs> I was, I will admit, I was a little intimidated when I read the script of like, this is going to be a lot of, a lot of me tempting people together. This is going to be a lot of work, <laughs> but, um, it, it wasn't as, it wasn't as uh, crazy as I thought it was going to be in the end. Yeah, it definitely came together well. Um, so we, uh, we got that, that vi- the video game scene was funny. That is probably other than the the nightclub, the video game scene was my favorite scene uh, in this episode, and um, it's one of one of my proudest moments because um, when I I used for for the temporary sound I used all Mortal Kombat sounds, <laughs> and when it got to the uh, fatality at the end, Seth just like laughs out loud, and I was just like so pleased that I like surprised him with something funny in this. Um, and, and they ended up leaving the fatality. And when I watched it, I was, I was shocked because I, I thought they'd probably replace that with some other sound effect. Um, so I was really happy that that stayed. <laughs> you, you nailed it on the first try on that one, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And speaking of the nightclub, uh, simulator, uh, <laughs> um, Yoffit's, uh, kind of, you know, air quote dancing. Um, oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> which is totally appropriate. It's just, just kind of to the beat of the music. It just, um, kind of limbs jetting out from his body is it's perfect. <laughs> it's 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 amazing, and I hadn't seen the final visual effect of him dancing, so I really wasn't sure exactly how it was going to look like. So I got to see the final version for the first time watching it last night, and was. So just delighted with, with his dancing. <laughs> and then uh, I 
<laughs> we um earlier in the season after uh um we had Kevin Daniels on who was to played Lokar. Um Oh yeah. He uh um we I didn't, without knowing that that uh um there was going to be Mocklin dancing in this episode. Um, <laughs> we, he kind of he, he touched on a little bit that uh, that that Peter Megan had been working on how Mocklin's dance, and I'm sure that uh, that Kevin Daniels had you know didn't know that that was going to be <laughs> there <laughs> yeah, um, later not. either. So you know, I think it I I think that actually got left in our podcast, but because it was it was kind of innocuous, you know, no real. Nothing there, and actually, you know, like, oh yeah, we talked about that like a month and a half <laughs> ago, and um, oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, it, it yeah it looks like um, looks like Peter worked out the dance pretty well. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> yes, it was it was hard to decide what to use because I loved every second of them dancing together. Initially, I had it so much longer than it needed to be. I just was like, "What can? I, why do I have to take this out? This is so good." And um, when they were when they were filming with um, uh, Ed and Gordon coverage, where they're they're supposed to be seeing them coming over, um, but they were just dancing, even though they were not being filmed. They were still just dancing, <laughs> and eventually. Seth had to ask them, like, guys, but they couldn't get their lines out without laughing. They just had to say, guys, you have to just take it down a notch for a minute and, like, let us let us finish our dialogue over here. Um, which I, everyone was obviously having fun on set. So that was that was fun to see that in the dailies. The the um, the bathroom joke. <laughs> they, everyone thinks that they're just asking where the where the bathroom's at. <laughs> Yeah, I had a, a lot of friends that were to watch the episode last night. All, you know, people in their 30s and they're like, yeah, that's how I feel in a nightclub too. You just, it's too loud and you want to find the bathroom. Yeah. Um, Megan, my, my wife and I, which met on set when we were there. Um, yeah. Uh, we we're like, yeah, this is kind of how it feels now being you know, <laughs> mid, late 30s. Just, I, I don't want to do this. <laughs> It's so loud. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> hey, Michael. Hey. Hey. Oh, hello. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? Great. Good. Nice to talk to you again. <laughs> you too. So, I don't. Are you guys in the middle of? Oh, um, well, I was uh, um, kind of running to the end of the stuff that I really had for Hillary. So, if you had any questions or anything that you wanted um, to refer from anything from the episode that you wanted to uh, ask about? Um, I'm not sure what else what you guys have already talked about. Like, I'm, I'm curious about um, just Hillary, like uh, what, like what, what, what is your typical day to day like? And then like, how does that compare to, like this episode where you're kind of running the whole show. Um, but I don't know, maybe you guys have already kind of touched on that. No, we didn't. So there you go. Well, yeah, that's, that's a good, that's a good question. Um, my normal day today, um, I'm taking care of Tom in so, so many ways, making sure that he has everything he needs to cut and that all the, the footage is organized. And he's from the beginning been very gracious about making sure 
that I'm cutting a scene and that I'm having some time for that too. And the best part about cutting this episode was that those, you know, few weeks that I'm an editor, they got me an assistant. So then all of a sudden I can delegate (laughs) all of this (laughs) other stuff that he needs and that that I need um, to another person. Um, So that, that was very helpful. Um, But the, the challenging part was that when they were shooting uh, this episode, they were also shooting some of the finale at the same time, which usually we kind of do one episode at a time. But for, for the final two, they just they ended up crossing some stuff over. Um, so I, I was some days prepping things that Tom needed for the finale while my assistant is prepping things that I need for this episode. Wow. So in the morning, I'm, I'm still kind of being his assistant. In the afternoon, I'm cutting this episode and just kind of going back and forth, um, which is, you know, may, maybe a bit of an unusual way to do things, but it, it worked out the best just with who knew which episode best. Um, but it was, it's a very different experience to just get to edit all day versus all the 10 million things you have to do as an assistant with dealing with every department and preparing things for people and sending things to people and trying to do something creative and then turning around and having to do something very technical. So I, I did enjoy the days that I really just got to come in and just edit all day yeah. and uh, definitely got a little, a little spoiled by that. that feeling. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, this is, this is what it's like. This is pretty great. I could get used to this. <laughs> nice. nice. So it was that precipitated by the fact that you were, kind of doing both episodes at once. And so Tom was needed to focus on the final episode. And and that's why you got the opportunity to do this one. Or was there a different reason? Yeah. When I first started on the show, I was very upfront with Tom about the fact that I I want to edit and anything that you can give me to edit, I will gladly do that. Mm. And he gave me a lot of opportunity and, and feedback. And originally had gone to the producers and said, okay, I want Hillary to co-edit this episode with me. So this was originally my, my co-edit episode. And then the more editing I did, the, the farther into the season we got, one day he was like, you know, I, I feel like you could just edit the whole thing. Do you want to edit the whole thing? I was like, uh, yes, please. I would <laughs> love to do that. So that just, that just kind of, you know, he, he decided that it, that I could do it and then I was ready and that it was a good idea. And, um, I, I decided if, if he thinks I can do it, I can definitely do it. Um, so he really went, he went to the producers and told everyone, I, you know, I want her to do this. I think she can. And he advocated for me very hard. And I'm so grateful. I, w- I never would have gotten this opportunity without him really believing in me. Um, so that was that just being able to do that this season. You know, my original goal, I was like, okay, if I can get a co-edit this season, Maybe I can convince them to give me an episode if we get a season three. Yeah. So being able to do this much editing this season has has been a huge, uh, a huge, awesome thing for me. Very cool. And then, like, this was a little bit of a longer episode. Um, I was telling somebody, I think just or maybe I said it on Twitter, but like, as soon as I saw like the abbreviated credits at the beginning, I was like, <laughs> "Oh, this is going to be good." <laughs> There's a lot going yep. on in this one. <laughs> so was that kind of like, did you know going into it, it was going to have get to be a longer episode or was that just kind of a decision that kind of got made during the editing process or how did that work? That got made toward the end. Um, 
typically, you know, the shows, the initial cut we do of them, they'll, they'll be anywhere from five to 10 minutes too long. Mm. Um, and, you know, as we work with the director and then we, as we work with Seth, things get a lot snappier and, and come down and we lose things that aren't funny. And so I, I think I was about six and a half minutes long when I did my first pass of this episode. So I, I wasn't expecting this to happen with the abbreviated credits, but the closer we got to time, we just reached a point where there, there was nothing that anyone was willing to part with at that point. So I think, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if it was Tom or Seth, but I think, I think it was Seth who was like, well, can we just maybe shorten the credits a little and then not lose anything? So they had to get some, some special permission for, for all of that to happen. But I, I think it was the right choice because if we'd lost any of the the other scenes, I would have been really sad. Yeah. (laughs) How much footage of the, uh, the Mocklin dancing is on the cutting room floor? (laughs) So much, unfortunately. <laughs> it was all it was all gold. It was so good. And I, I will tell you guys there is a lot of it in the season two gag reel because awesome. it, it was just so so great. So at least some people got to see it in that in that context as well. Um they just they nailed that dancing and just that that was one of my favorite scenes to to edit just to watch them dance for so long. Yeah. <laughs> um is the is that gag reel going to be available like online at some point, or you, or do you know if there are any plans for that? Uh, sorry for what? The gag reel. You mentioned like the season oh. two gag reel. Like, <laughs> is that something that people are going to be able to see one day, or is it just kind of like for I the group to giggle over? It was for the rap party. Yeah. Um, I think you know sometimes if they do like DVD releases, they oh, will sure. put them. Yeah, on there. So yeah. that's probably a possibility. I think it's a a whole matter of getting releases from people to to show something that's in that context. Sure. Um, and there's a lot of shots of the crew and stuff too. So I don't think it's something that can just easily be posted online. Gotcha. Um, but I I hope that they do make it available someday because I worked really hard on it and <laughs> I, my biased opinion is that it's hilarious. So. Yeah. So did you you were you in charge <laughs> of that too by yourself or? Yes. Yes. Nice, I nice. was. I, I volunteered uh, early <laughs> on. I, a lot of uh, assistant editors don't like to cut the gag reels, but I really enjoy that task. So I always try to volunteer to do that. All right. Well, that's all the, the burning questions that I thought of. All right. Um, well, Hillary, it was uh, great to have you back on. And um, thank you. We will uh, do this again in the hopeful next season. Fingers crossed, guys. Right, absolutely. <laughs> people, am... people keep asking me. <laughs> I know as much as anyone else at yeah. this point. And, you know, I'm I'm waiting for that call, but I am staying available as much as I possibly can in the hopes that it comes back. Yeah, we're nice. ready to give that announcement one way or the other. So we want it to be good, <laughs> but we'll <laughs> we'll be we'll be posting if, it, if it's bad too. Would be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but feel I feel positive about it though. Good. That, that that's the feeling I get too is it's very positive. But not that that means anything. But <laughs> <laughs> we're we're putting the the good vibes out into the world. I'm sure. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, it's really good talking to you again. Thanks. You too. Great to talk to you guys. All right. Um.
yeah. So like I was, like I said in the interview, it, like as soon as the credits came on, I was like, oh, this is going <laughs> to be good because <laughs> that's always the way. If it, you know, it, that was a super abbreviated credit sequence. Um, and it was, man, it was, it was, uh, not at all what I was expecting. Like we got the shot, you know, kind of in the, in the last week or the next week's episode kind of thing is like, we knew there was going to be a visitor on the ship and they were keeping it kind of, they were keeping it really quiet. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. You probably had some inside information. Nope. Nope. Had no idea. Oh, really? No, these last two episodes I, I was in the dark. All right. So, um, yeah, no, uh, I, I had no spoilers. Cool. Uh, that, um, so the, the, the device, um, was a uh, callback to the uh, pilot episode. Was it? Yeah. It's the Aronov device. It, it, you know, the, the one that they sent, uh, they sent over to the, uh, Krill ship that the, um. the, you know, happy Arbor day, you've got wood stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was, uh, it's obviously, I don't know. It, it, it surely can't be the same one, but unless they retrieved it from the wreckage, which I guess they could have, but it's the same type of device. And I yeah, think Isaac just, too. yeah. Yeah. Cause that was, yeah, I could, it sorry. Was, no, it was fine. It was Dr. Aronov who created it in yeah. season one. So. Yeah, and they kept calling back to his name, and it rang a bell, but I could not place what episode I knew him from or um, or what. So that's that's cool to know that because uh, I definitely I remember him now. Yeah, all the way back to the pilot. Right, right. The uh, the which was I believe our second uh, their time uh, you know like twenty fifth century pop culture reference. The uh, oh, which was that uh, the author from the uh, okay that they talked about from the beginning of the episode, yeah, Philippa Jones, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. good night, Fallopia, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that was yeah, so it opens up a really cool shot, too, of uh, you know, the Orville, and then it kind of pans down, so you see the uh, the mess hall kind of through the windows and it kind of goes through the, the windows and um, Ed and Kelly and Gordon and Tyler are kind of just talk about Ed and Kelly's relationship and, and uh, how much Kelly used to make Ed drink. And, um, and at first I thought maybe they were kind of on a double date or something, but I mean, which didn't really make sense. I don't know why I thought that, uh, but uh, I was kind of like starting to wonder, should I be shipping, uh, um, Gordon and Tala, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, but yeah, I'm not going to, <laughs> like, I'm rooting for Gordon, but I'm not sure that's the pairing that I, that I really want for him. Um, although I'd be fine with it, I guess, but, um, yeah, we get into that, uh, to the, to the device, find out that, uh, Isaac has made it to where you can effectively move through time as easily as space or theoretically. Mm-hmm. Then uh, they hit a gravitational wave, and that sets up the plot. Right, right. And I, yeah, I wasn't really sure. Like, I, I wasn't expecting a time travel episode. So when they said that, I, I just kind of thought, 
okay, this is something that they're kind of planting seeds for maybe third season. We'll get a, uh, a, a time travel episode that they'll call back to this one, but, um, but nope, right away. <laughs> uh, so, which was cool. And it was a different kind of way of doing it too. It wasn't like the right. crew traveling in time. It was, um, you know, past Kelly coming through, which was a great way to do it. Cause, um, it just, you know, the show is just so clever and so smart and, um, it was just neat to kind of use time travel as a way to explore this idea of like how we change as people and how our experiences shape us. And, and I loved all the conversations throughout the episode about, um, whether like past Kelly and present Kelly are the same person or completely different people. And, um, and even like, Kelly herself, both versions would like switch the way they talked about that or even thought about it. Um, it was kind of based on the circumstances, like kind of based on like how they were feeling at the moment. And it was, uh, you know, past Kelly would insist that she was completely different from present Kelly. Mm -hmm. Um, but yet she would get angry at present Kelly for, um, you know, not living up to her expectations or, or whatever. And, um, and say with present Kelly, like she would, you know, at, at some points talk about how there are different people. And then other times she's like, no, but I know who you are and I know the kind of decisions you're going to make and yada, yada, yada. So it was, just, that was a really kind of cool way of thinking about like how we grow and mature um, as people. Yeah. And we still don't know whether or not it's a, if the timeline split or if it's a, yeah, like, or if know, it was the same timeline or some kind of yeah. alternate, all, alternate reality that were alternate uh, dimension, I guess that was um, mm -hmm. at least closely enough related that uh, most of the events were the same. Right. Yeah. I like how they talked about that too. Cause like, I've always kind of thought about time travel stories in like the, the two kind of uh, templates that I always kind of, I guess the two buckets I always put time travel stories into is back to the future and Terminator. And, so back to the future has like the, the kind of split timeline. So every time you go back into the past and you, you change something, it creates basically a new timeline. Um, and the only way to kind of get back onto your timeline is to go back to the, the past and kind of catch the, the right, the right timeline. Whereas Terminator is like, you change something and it just changes the future. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I like how they kind of were discussing this and, and like, you know, as them in the present, like they don't know, they wouldn't like, know what right. this has done. They know clearly, like nothing seems to have changed for us. Like we all have like our same memories, and um, and you know, Kelly is still here, and Ed is still here, and and so, but does that mean like there's some other timeline that doesn't work out the same way? Like, and this they just didn't know, and you know, by the end, they because nothing seems to have changed for them. They think they've got it figured out, and then. You know, twist ending and so which we can talk about later i think but um <laughs> anyway it was just very smart it was very smart yeah the uh it time travel gets can sometimes get messy mm -hmm. but um that uh uh well timeless i don't know if you watched if you watched timeless um they uh they kind of did it where yeah, the the um the the crew of the uh, of the time travel device 
mm-hmm. um, would be the only ones that remember exactly how it was before they traveled. Uh, because they were actually traveling through time. So they had the knowledge of, uh, knowledge of events that when, it, you know, if something changed in the past, they came and they came back. It was always the, you know, always like, you know, well, Abraham Lincoln actually did live or something like that. But, um, the, uh, the crew would, they'd have to like, you know, get on Wikipedia <laughs> and figure out what actually changed. But yeah, I need to watch that show. I've got friends who uh, swear by it. It's yeah. not bad. I, I kind of wish it would have, uh, would have continued. I think they're, I think they were supposed to do a wrap up, uh, kind of feature. I don't know if it'll like just air on uh TV or if it actually will hit a theater, but yeah, they were supposed to do something like that. I don't know. But yeah, uh, yeah, but time travel stuff, you know, it, can, it like you say, it can get so messy. And, and this, what I thought was cool about this episode was like they kind of addressed that it could get messy. And it, it was kind of like they were kind of just holding their breath. And I was as an audience member, like just waiting to see if something was going to go wrong. But it, but it was really it was not about that. It wasn't about like the, the mechanics and, and paradoxes. It was just about this very human story with about Kelly and, and her past. And so, yeah, at the end of the episode, I'm like, okay, whew, we, you know, no paradoxes or, you know, we don't have to worry about any of that. They send her back to the past. It's all fine. And then bam, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> um, which again, I guess I, I don't want to talk about it yet, but <laughs> I'm going to keep referencing yeah, it. No, it totally. A, yeah. We, we find, uh, oh, so it was something actually that, that stuck out to me. Um, uh, Ed's line, um, just on the, I think it was on the bridge where he says, uh, you guys will not get me in a discussion about time travel logic. I would rather chew broken glass. <laughs> he, uh, Seth, Seth actually said that broken. He, he, he mentioned, um, I would rather chew broken glass when he was on the late, late show, uh, the night before. Oh, oh. And so I'm like, I'm kind of curious if Seth's, <laughs> do you normally say that? Uh, yeah. Maybe situation? Something that, Is that something yeah. that you just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it was in reference to now, but Funny. yeah, because uh, was he he wrote this episode? I I don't know if he wrote the episode or not. I don't either. Um, so we find out her uh, or uh, uh, L- uh, Lieutenant Grayson. We find out her uh-huh. her goals were to uh, to fall in love, be a captain of her own ship, and make the galaxy a better place. So yeah, which later on. Um, She's kind of pissed at Commander Grayson about that, you know, none of these three things she's succeeded at. Right, right. Yeah, not not in seven years anyway. Right. Which seems like I don't know that some of that seems a little harsh, but you know, it was it was she was angry, so I'm not too uh, I'm not criticizing the the writing at all, but. Um, yeah, like certainly I can see her being upset about like how her relationship went. Um, but you know, not being captain in seven years doesn't miss, like, you know, she's on the track, right? She's, you know, first officer on a ship. Right. The next step is to be a captain. So like, and, and she equated, if I'm remembering right, the, uh, the failure to make the galaxy a better place, she was equating that with the fact that Kelly, President Kelly, that keeps distance between herself and the crew members. 
um, which I'm not sure how like, those two things line up exactly. Yeah. Um, like I, I can see like being upset, like, you know, that she does keep that distance um, or, you know, she doesn't think that's a good rule and is kind of upset that future her adopts it. But uh, um, yeah, I don't know. And uh, so what about the video game scene? Oh my God. <laughs> so funny. I, love- I am so Ed in that. <laughs> and my son is Gordon. <laughs> that, that, uh, at, you know, after the finishing move there and, uh, you just, you know, the, the fist pump in the air from, from Malloy, like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Anytime my son tries to show me a fighting game and I'm just like, I, you know, I can't get, I just push buttons randomly. And, yeah. And it's always like me. <laughs> facing the wrong way fighting a wall (laughs) (laughs) it was great it was great and then the little you know finishing uh fatality yeah yeah (laughs) hillary uh the the part you miss of that is that uh that was something she threw in there oh really um yeah she said she uh, used a lot of mortal Kombat uh yeah uh, stuff and um and when uh i guess seth saw the edit he made him laugh (laughs) <laughs> and uh, she wasn't expecting him to actually keep it in there, but they kept. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they ended up keeping yeah, it, it in the final cut. Yeah, it was a laugh out loud moment for me too. <laughs> and I can't wait for my son to see it. He's a big Mortal Kombat fan. He hasn't seen the episode yet. So. Oh man, yeah, it was that's funny. Um, and uh, okay, so basically they, uh, so basically, um, Ed and Lieutenant Grayson start dating. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, was that weird for you? It's a little odd. Yeah, like I, yeah, I don't know that I'd make a different decision if if I was faced with that opportunity. Um, but uh, but it was it was weird. It was, um, but you know that sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, you you start dating and androids and uh, you know holodeck people and past versions of your ex-wife. <laughs> And so we got to see uh, Muskas again, the uh, with uh, Will Sasso playing the um, proprietor. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, and um, so Lieutenant Grayson gets, or you know, convinces Ed to drink more than what he wanted to, to drink. So yeah, yeah. Which yeah, like I. I I haven't been in a relationship like that, but I can imagine like that would get old really fast for me. If I was with someone who was like, constantly like encouraging me to have more than what I wanted. And, um, but, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It was like the, I guess I, I, I kind of wondered, I thought I expected that maybe they would do more like about the maturity difference between yeah. Ed and her. Like maybe he would get kind of frustrated. Um, but I, he didn't. And I guess I understand why, like he's so, wrapped up in I, I have her back you know in, in kind of a weird way he's, he does um that we just and you know had the episode covered a, a significant amount of time like a month or whatever you know then maybe it would have gone to that point in the story where yeah he would have realized that this wasn't working for some reason but um but anyway that, that's just where my mind went as i was watching it but uh um it, it was. Uh, it, it didn't work for a different reason. It was. It was all about Kelly, which is good. It was a good focus. And the uh, the Kalon are back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, so there's still a threat that everybody is afraid of, and I think that worked really well. Um, well, in um, I didn't get to talk to you about last week's episode, but you know, it worked well there too. Is kind of uh, you know the and thing the that everybody's threat. afraid of, right? Right, right. Um, and here we actually get them. You know, we, we get a little chase scene with the uh, with them. Um, or am I getting my episodes confused? I watched them back to back. Like we actually saw Kaylon ships in this episode, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got it right. Uh, and so the nightclub, which <laughs> that's the the probably the best part of the episode. Is the yeah, yeah, or the funniest uh, anyway. Yeah, Yafet's dance was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, and and the um, you know, we we got to see the Mocklin dancing, which uh, yeah, uh, we talked with Kevin Daniels. When we were when we had our uh, our um, interview with him, he mm-hmm. mentioned that Peter was working on um, how Mocklin's dance, but yeah, didn't know we were actually going to see that. <laughs> right, but uh, no, I didn't either. I thought maybe in season three, you know, if at all, that we would we would. But, yeah, uh, yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and another like I'm, you know, I'm such an old dude, and uh, so I'm sitting right there with Ed and Gordon on that couch. Like I was just like completely feeling them in that moment. <laughs> yeah, I, I the the same way. I I'm I'm on the couch. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. I'm on the couch. <laughs> Uh, and, um, so then we get Commander Grayson and Dr. Finn kind of talking about, uh, I guess sort of life. <laughs> yeah. And you got some insight on that rainbow drink, right? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Brian Rogers, the prop master, uh, actually posted about it earlier today that, uh, okay. the rainbow drink was actually a layered drink and not any kind of CGI. Mm. And it was created by, um, the uh, the Orville alien food stylist, as he called it, uh, her name is Trish Riley. Nice, yeah, nice. Yeah, I wonder how they do that. I mean, I guess it's different densities of liquids. Are yeah, it'd have to be different densities. Yeah, but yeah, I noticed that as they were drinking, like Kelly was like further into hers than Doctor Finn was. Yeah, um, which was cool because it, 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 I was like, if this is CG, that it's really good, like detailed CG. Um, but so it, it makes sense that it's, that it's not, but, uh, um, yeah. Cause like Kelly was like a whole layer down <laughs> from right, where right. Dr. Finn was, <laughs> which fits <laughs> with what we know about Kelly. Yeah. True. <laughs> uh, then, um, so Lieutenant Grayson showing up to uh, Ed's quarters in a, uh, dress that he finds familiar. Uh, huh. <laughs> yeah. Like his, their little conversation about, you know, she's asking him at the nightclub and he's like, Oh my God, it's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. She <laughs> said, What do you think of the club? Yeah. Yeah. Could not be less convincing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I like how, like, the Kalon show up again. And, uh, so everybody kind of runs to the bridge and so, you know, in the middle of the night. And so everybody's kind of in their jammies. Yeah. Robes and. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, Pass Kelly has a, a cool idea for how to evade the aliens, uh, evade the Kalon with the, the whole freezing thing, and they kind of merge with a. Uh, uh, well, they, they go into the. Um, There's some the ice rings, ice belt. Yeah, from a yeah. 
and just kind of get up close to a big chunk of ice and kind of eject some uh, some mist into space, which freezes around them, and boom, they're gone. Yeah, and I was um, I was sitting there thinking, you know, because uh, Ed says, you know, pow- tells Isaac to power everything down, and Isaac powers everything down except for himself. I'm like, oh god, mm. they're going to be able to, they're going to scan and find Isaac there. Yeah, why wouldn't they? That'd be like a great, like, yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Like the Kalods, if they, especially if they know he's still around. I guess maybe they wouldn't know that they have the the particular ship that he's on, or who knows what the Kalod. Knows, yeah, it's, it would be just it, it would still be an electronic signature where they wouldn't know right. unless he's able to. Um, Unless he's been able to cloak their from their scanners after his mm. uh, reboot, yeah, maybe yeah. that you know, which may be possible. Yeah, I mean, there's certainly ways we could explain it for ourselves. And so we get into uh, basically the end of this episode, the the end sequence where um, Isaac and uh, Lamar seem to have possibly found a way to send Lieutenant Grayson back to her time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to take a lot of power. I think um, mm-hmm. Lamar says more than we ever pulled out of the quantum drive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then they make the decision to to wipe her memory, uh, or she makes the decision. Like I think Claire. Yeah. Kind of floats it as a possibility, and then Pascali says, "Do it," and, uh, and they kind of rationalize that you know. It, that's probably what already happened, and that, that's why the uh, the time frame you know hasn't been right. screwed up. Um, and really nice scene with her and Ed, where uh, he, they're kind of saying goodbye, and he uh, apologizes for what she's about to go through in in their relationship, mm-hmm. which was kind of cool. Then uh, we get cut. Do we cut to engineering where they're they're cranking the engines, mm-hmm. um, and you know they're. I can imagine they're at this point that the ship's probably about to break apart. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, they do fifteen percent more power for ten more seconds, and right whenever uh, the captain tells them to shut it down, it cuts to Lieutenant Grayson on the floor of her apartment. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was well done. Like it was a really tense scene of like them trying to get. You know, they, it's all the power that Lamar felt comfortable putting into it, and it's still not there. And it's like, you know, we got to push, we got to push, and like, you know, things are like visibly shaking on the ship. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it was good. It was well done. Um, but yeah, like you said, they, they pull it off. She's back in her apartment, and uh, um, then Ed calls, and. Um, you know, and we'd already got there. I set this up earlier that, like, you know, he had called like nine o'clock the next morning, like super uncool. But, uh, um, so we see that all happen. Um, and then she says <laughs> she doesn't think it's going to work. Yeah. Which is, you know, and, and then fade to black. And, and so that, uh, you know, cut this out if I'm getting it. I'm, I'm just speculating. I don't know anything, yeah. but um, but maybe we're gonna have to deal with this. Yeah, I don't know. But speaking of that, yeah, season two finale, the road not taken. That's the title. 
Yeah. Okay. The, sounds, uh, uh, yeah. The, sounds the, pretty time travel And the, the crew must contend with the disastrous fallout from Kelly's decision, which leads you to think about all sorts of stuff. Maybe, maybe we cut back and Kelly's the captain. Mm, I mm. don't know. <laughs> yeah. We're going to find out. Yeah. Like, do they, and do they, how much do they remember? You know, right. we've seen this in other shows. You know, like where somebody like um, like Dinan <laughs> knows that like something's wrong here. This isn't the way it's supposed to be, and then nobody else kind of realizes it. Yeah. Um. So, like, yeah, it'd be really interesting to see how they how they do this, like what approach they take to it. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, season two finale next week Thursday. Be there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, as we're recording this on um on Friday, I know we won't release it. You know, immediately today, but it's Tom's birthday. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Tom. And uh I didn't even bother him with like, hey, you want to call in call in and <laughs> talk <laughs> I'm sure like, he's doing let's, something. Let's uh, let's leave Tom the night off or yeah. you know, the, <laughs> so Well it worked out well that um we got to talk to Hillary. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Have her on for her first uh first full editing credit for the show, which is exciting. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. So if uh, if you're not already, please follow us on Twitter at Planetary underscore Union. We are on Facebook at Planetary Union Network. Instagram is Planetary Union Network. And hit our website at planetaryunion.net. We will see you next week for the season finale. Until then. Jaloja. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's the best. It is the best. I'm so glad that episode <laughs> gave us our tag, our closing tag. Then.